1: Welcome, you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and we have very special guests today for you, Mr. Dwight Smith, and Dwight has dedicated his life to the Christ letters, and we're going to find out and dig in exactly what those Christ letters are, and how they are impacting the world, especially in this time frame where we most need it, and so I can't say enough to welcome our special guest, Dwight, thank you, thank you for being with us today.
2: My pleasure to be here, for sure.
1: Thank you. Making Life Brighter Um, Radio is all about the world and how people are impacting our world and making our lives brighter. And you definitely are by dedicating your life to these letters. Now, I'm going to jump right in because not everybody knows what this is. They don't understand where these letters have come from and what they are. There are audio recordings of these letters and there's written recording of these letters. And then there's you who's sharing them weekly with people who can tune in and listen to you as you share them. So let's jump in and start with you and your story. Where did you come into the Christ letters? How did you get into this?
2: Well, as things happen, um, mysteriously, I was on a, an account of my AOL accounts. And it's one I'd never go to, but it's my like master account.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I went there one time out of the blue and looking through all the emails before I deleted them, I saw something about Christ in there. Well, anytime I see Christ or Jesus, I'm on it. So I opened up this email and it had a link in there to Christ letters, 2000 AD. Um, it goes by many different names, goes by Christ's letters. Uh, Christ returns, speaks his truth. Christ Returns Reveals Startling Truth, and then um, the original manuscript, which was there going into Christ Speaks His Truth. So I went on the link, and as soon as I started reading, the very beginning was just an overwhelming thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Back in, I guess, in the the late 60s,
1: that's
2: when you first came across this? No, this is this is a story about um, pre- predating this. Uh, but in, in the late 70s, I got mad at Jesus for not coming in my lifetime. Um, heard about him through churches and everything, but he wasn't answering my question through the churches. So I got mad at him and bawled him out. And I said, well, how dare you not come in my lifetime? I want to know the father I should be, the husband, the... um." the co-worker, you know, all these things, you're not there. So when I started reading these letters, it's like, thank you. You heard me. You've answered my prayer. <laughs> I'm glad that they're available to everybody, but I know they're here for me.
1: <laughs> That's so wonderful. <laughs> you know, most, most men aren't really drawn to that type of thing. We know to go to church for tradition. We yeah. know to incorporate something in our community for socializing and or tradition. But very few people are truly seeking for the sake of utilizing.
2: And you know, Christ taught. You know, one of the things I love about the letters—they they were channeled through an anonymous person who calls herself the Recorder, and she is still alive. And all I know of her is that she does live in South Africa, but that's it—that's all we know. She's female. She's in her late nineties. Wow. She has some health challenges. And we communicate every now and then. Um, but a lot of what I love about the letters is it's like a, an autobiography of Jesus. So that gives me that real authority of this is Jesus speaking to me. Also much, much more because Christ goes into all the, the realms of the dimensions you know, of, of creation.
1: He speaks of consciousness in these letters, and they're so profound. You can't just listen to them once; you you don't get it. You can't even read them once. You have to go over this again and again because the material almost seeps into you over time and, and shifts your consciousness. So each time you can receive more. Did you have that experience when you
2: were first doing this? Uh, yes, every every time. What I what my. My teleconference, now video conference, is the format is, which we're way beyond this now, but I begin in September with the introduction, and I read all the letters from the introduction through the end of letter nine, and I throw a lot of discussion in, and I want people to, you know, dialogue with it, um, because that's how we get it deeper. So, yeah, deeper, deeper, deeper. Um, and when you- you read- Go ahead.
1: When you began listening to this or, or reading, reading this, um, you didn't have the audio, but you read You read it. When you read this, well, I guess I'm saying listening in terms of, <laughs> we know you're reading it, but the the hearing of this message, when you truly took this mm-hmm. message into your being and began that process, did you see immediate results in your life?
2: Yes. Infinite joy, um, infinite connection. I think the most beautiful thing, and well, what I, what I began saying is the beginning, Christ talks about Jesus was a rebel. And I sort of suspected that, but to hear Christ say, you know, when I was Jesus in the persona of Jesus in Palestine 2,000 years ago, I was a rebel, you know? I knew what, the, what they were talking about, Jehovah was not the God that i knew was there so he was a seeker his whole life and then in letter one he goes into the desert you know the baptism by john so all the all the things we've heard about jesus is in these letters and much more because we get the true context and the truth of what was actually said and what i also love is jesus when he's speaking like the sermon on the mount many many sermons on many mounts as he's speaking you feel the audience that he's speaking to around him because he will talk about a person in a red coat or a woman saying this, and there are goats around, and you can hear the, the laughter in his voice. So there's, a you know, the, the personalness of the letters are direct, which is the way the recorder wrote them. You know, Christ said, I want a direct connection with the Christ within you, within the reader, within the listener. That's a connection I want. So I'm speaking the universal Christ, I, Christ, speaking the universal christ to the individualized expression of the universal christ and so that we get the intellect out of the way and it's like hot to hot and there's no processing involved
1: right and it does impact a person that way it really is overwhelming you know they always say that great masters lend a radiation that it, it penetrates Helpable. Absolutely. It's something that comes through you, and I feel that these letters have that impact, and immediately they have that impact. And, you know, it's usually difficult, at least in my work I've come across, it being more difficult for males to take in new information than females, and yet you're coming into this as a male that's asking, or, or almost having that come to Jesus meeting saying, "Hey." How come you're not helping me out in this scenario on duality? Help me out of this. So what was one of the, the other things that you noticed as an impact to you after digging in deeper?
2: Well, I thought that I had an understanding of love. Huh. And that has, that has dramatically shifted. Because Christ talks so much about unconditional love. I mean, one of my caveats was I had a person who was in my life, and there were parts of her I just didn't like, but I loved her. So I looked at that, and, and because of Christ's letters, and I looked at it and said, wait a minute, if I'm saying I love her, but there are parts that I don't like, I said, that sounds like conditions. So immediately, you know, the, the, the Christ is in my face as my mirror, and, and questioning, allowing me to question Go beyond your understanding of love. Go bigger. Go deeper. Go, you know, more humongous. Get your, your limited beliefs out of the way and go to Christ's way. And Christ, tells us, meditate. I mean, that's the most important thing for the letters. Don't just read the letters. Meditate on the letters. Listen.
1: Take them in. Contemplate them. Hear yes. them. Feel them. And he also suggests uh, a prayer and suggests, Prayer, which we'll get into in another segment the prayer being sort of a refocusing tool to bring a person back into that intention of taking the information in is what I gathered from it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and,
1: and it being sort of a, a shortcut into mm-hmm. the energy that's being offered and it is energy that's being offered correct
2: absolutely total energy it's well it's it's vibrational you know and Christ one of the thing another thing that Christ does a lot through the letters is he tells us I'm not going to use God because God has a certain concept so I'm going to use a lot of different verbiage to expand your understanding of what this God what this life what this intelligence what this consciousness is all about so he talks a lot about frequencies of vibration because that's what everything is consciousness and the physical he says nothing is solid nothing is solid we've Learn that from science. And everything is just a frequency of vibrations of the shimmer of tiny moats. You know, Electromagnetism. Magnetism. Electromagnetism, yeah. yeah. And the two sides of it. You know, He's constantly the feminine masculine, constantly, constantly. So electro is the masculine side, and magnetism is the female side. And when you put them together, you have the masculine feminine. And if you've read letter five, which is way down the road, letter five is really the yeah. creative process that it's mind-blowing totally. it is
1: I agree with you I actually um, I stop and hinge on five I've come up to five and hinge on five go through five several times and then go on and then come back to five again in fact what I did is um, I had the audio recording and made a meditation group listen to just five. I didn't Mm. even begin on one. I said, You have to listen to this, and then you get a taste of what you're getting into. (laughs) (laughs) What is the one thing that you see now, years later, that is so profound for you?
2: It's become my life. You know, the Christ way, which is the, the goal of the letters, is to walk Christ's way, to bring the world. It's not a religion. It's not a philosophy. It's a way of life. And Christ says, I didn't come with a new moral code. I came with the truth of existence. And my belief is if every church, regardless of religious affiliation, if every church came from Christ's letters only in whatever language they are, because they're in seven to nine languages, so that's a good thing, we would see such a shift in the world. So I have no fear of anything you know which is really neat and that's to do with the letters but it's all the openness christ says keep doing what you're doing you know he's not about you've got to change he he encourages us you know and i i believe if one were into an addiction of any kind and they read the letters because christ says just read the letters and the letters will automatically shift you from where you are to where you want to be oh yeah
1: that's
2: that's a strong statement that's true but don't hear that from religions. You know, it's all about change, change, change.
1: Yeah, religions, uh, as he even spoke of, are restricting in a way. And this is in, in a vibratory frequency, if I took that away properly, as well as an opportunity mm-hmm. to realign your belief systems, and when we come back from our break, we're going to talk all about belief systems and your change in belief system and how you've watched yourself change and then how it's impacted people around you and what that means. Because I I think some of the basic tenets that he really goes into is that I found so fascinating is the explanation of male and female energy and how that really comes to pass. And I want to get into that as well. Mm. And then how belief systems change that so that we lose sight of what that initial spark was that created, it was created from purposeful divine intelligence. (laughs) Did I get that right? Yes,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs)
1: I've been studying. I even put it on at night and fall asleep to it. I let it play all night long so I can just absorb it and hear it. And I've done that for (laughs) a year or so. And um, it's special. Anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. We're here with Dwight Smith, and he is an expert in the Christ letters. We'll be right back.
3: Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers For years, with a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. Um To help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: And
1: we're back, you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we are on voiceamerica.com, and you can check us out there on iTunes, you can subscribe on iTunes, you can hear us in countries all over the world, and the goal of Making Life Brighter Radio is to uplift you and bring you experts in their field, whether it's authors, musicians, people that are dealing with quantum physics, healing, anything that's uplifting our world and making our lives brighter. And today we're speaking with Dwight Smith, and Dwight has been kind enough to come and speak to us about his in-depth dedication and study toward the Christ letters. And the Christ letters speak of the Christed consciousness as channeled through an anonymous woman in South Africa, which we talked about in the first segment, and that woman still remains anonymous today, however Dwight speaks with her periodically or has communication And he's taken and dedicated his life to sharing with you these Christ letters weekly. So I couldn't think of a better way to share with you someone that's doing something very bright in our world that has absolute meaning and something that you too can investigate. So welcome again. Thank you for being here.
2: Thank you. You've touched me deeply. I'm humbled. (laughs)
1: I'm humbled that you're here and I'm so excited to share these because I myself have been studying these and I've been sharing them with people and I'm tickled that that you're willing to come and talk Mm. in depth about this because it's valuable information and it's not religious it's about consciousness so tell us a little bit about how Christ sees consciousness and begins this series what is it that his basic tenets are and why is this so powerful
2: well, the beginning in letter one, and I recommend anyone who is introduced to Christ's letters in any way, whether it's audible or the letters, read letter one before anything else to completion. Because in it, um, we see Jesus as a rebel. We see Jesus going through the baptism with John in the River Jordan. We are with him through his six weeks in the desert and his enlightenment and what he finds. So. You know, he he says, I'm not talking about religion, I'm not talking about moral code, I'm talking about the truth of existence and the true laws of the creative process. But he begins with mindset. And we all have a mindset. You know, we've been we've been born into our family, and whatever consciousness is around us, we take that consciousness on. And then that consciousness is enhanced with education, with churches. With life's experiences. So we have a mindset of of, um, beliefs and um, what we think life is all about. And Christ says we need to move that mindset because that mindset is limiting us from that free, beautiful, loving being that we are born to be. The Christ is who we already are. We cannot not be the Christ. The Christ is that what we could call the God essence or the life essence, whatever we want to call it, but it's a consciousness and it's it's automatic for us to love one another. But we have learned not to do that through fear or whatever the mindsets are. So we have to find anything that limits our mindset to equality and respect for all people, respect and love for ourselves, beginning with that. We've got to find What's, what's the barrier? What's the limitation to that? And Christ provides through the nine letters everything we need to unfold that consciousness into a higher, higher vibrational frequency.
1: That's so well said. I, I just think that's beautiful. And it speaks to his in-depth explanation of how we begin and how we come to where we are. And I found in listening and reading these letters that, for me, belief system really stuck out. We have to change our belief systems if we're going to change our energy. And what most people don't realize is they're ingrained with faulty belief systems that wasn't actually historically true. So, what do you have to say about that? Because we we might turn the churches upside down in this conversation.
2: (laughs) Well, with that introduction, many, many times um, in specific areas of the the letters, Christ really challenges the churches. You know, one of the things, um, I don't know if, well, it's from the letters, so I'm going to say it, but. Christ has said that the one of the biggest hindrances to humanity um, existing in harmonious cooperative coexistence is this belief of, "I Jesus died as a sacrifice for your sins." He said that is such a a horrible misconception, misinterpretation. Um, ignorance on the part of everyone and this is something that he wants us to really strongly overcome you know and a lot of us coming up in the christian faith to hear that is repulsive how dare you say that about my savior but when we see that how is that helping me bring forth the kingdom of heaven on earth which is christ's goal how is sacrificing for my sins so Christ says, there is no sin. Sin is the way humanity uses our free will. And God would not punish us, give us free will, and then punish us for the way we use it. So there's a whole lot, a whole lot that, that Christ really blasts the churches. And really, he's not blasting the churches, he's blasting us, the, the follower of Christ's way, to say, give, give this idea up because this idea if you keep this idea you're not going to be free you not, you're not, you cannot bring forth the kingdom of heaven, believing that you have to sacrifice something of God's creation to free yourself of something bad or evil you
1: know Well it's limiting isn't it? I mean Very If limiting. we follow that, that idea, you can't actually expand into higher levels of consciousness because you're still stuck in a belief system that's holding you rigidly. In Mm. place of being good or bad and there is no moral good or bad it's not a moral issue I guess right
2: Right? it's almost like being entombed as you were saying that I was hearing you know going into the tomb and staying there. there is nothing to bring me out of the tomb
1: yes and that this is not a a situation of Pharaoh's either where we we (laughs) are buried with all our things for the afterworld this is more of being stuck in duality and What's ironic about that, I find, is that so much is talked about in terms of electromagnetism. Can you speak about that a little bit? What is electromagnetism that oh, he talks about?
2: It is, it is <laughs> to, um, how many minutes, how many hours, how many days do we have to do this? <laughs>
1: the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, we all know what a magnet is, and we know that, that magnets attract only specific things. You know, if you put a magnet over filings, the, the filings are over staples or something, they're just going to be drawn right to it. Um, if you take two magnets and you put north to north or south to south, they repel each other. So on the magnet, you have one end that attracts and the other end that repels. Except when you do, you know, filings, they'll both pick up the filings. It's just when you use them in a specific arena. So the electromagnetism that Christ talks about in letter five, I'm going to say is, is like the big bang that our thoughts are creative. Our thoughts with our feelings are creative that what I think with feeling with an intention must come to me through the system of law and order. That's the law of the universe. Um, so when I put that out there, the, the thought that I put out, it, I'll do it with a seed, because Christ talks about the seed in letter one, the mustard seed, the parable of the mustard seed that we've heard. And Christ says, you know, it didn't happen that way. I didn't say if you have as much faith as a mustard seed, you can say this mountain move. He said, what I said is, you see this mustard seed? It's a consciousness entity that everything this seed needs to come into its complete fruition, into its complete potential and manifestation is within it, and it attracts everything it needs for this to happen. So the seed is planted in the ground, part of the seed goes down into the soil, and the soil is supporting it with minerals and all the energy that supports it, and it brings a shoot up through the ground so the sun and the rain and everything can produce it. And then... Jesus says, so look at this tree. Look at all the bark. What did it come from but a tiny seed? Where did all the leaves and the branches come but from a tiny seed? And the flowers and the fruits, where did it come from but a tiny seed? So when we think with, that our thought has that kind of power, that my thought is like a seed in, planted into the consciousness of the universe on planet Earth, Everything that thought needs to come into manifestation is automatically given to it. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. We don't have to try to do it. We just have to meditate. Is is there something for me to do? Otherwise, I'm just watching the seed, you know, watch that shoot come up and watch it grow into its branches and, and all, all that comes from it.
1: It's fantastic. And one of the most potent things, I think, in that that I took away is something about how we are provided for in every single way in order to reach that goal and we're going to get into that when we come right back this is fascinating we could talk for years This is maybe we've been talking for years (laughs) you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio I'm your host Winifred Adams you can find us on Facebook and you can find us even on Twitter so we'll be right back you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio right here
3: Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. Come. to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health & Wellness channel. The preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And
1: now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and we are talking about the Christ letters today. So we're talking with Dwight Smith, and he is someone who is dedicated to sharing the Christ letters and the Christed consciousness which comes through these letters. And you can feel them in radiation when you read them. You can feel them when you contemplate them, when you pray about them, and when you tend to put great focus on them. And I know that from firsthand experience. So I'm honored to have Dwight with us today who has dedicated his life and his time to this at this point and to share with us how deep this story goes, how deep this truth of existence is, in fact. In last segment, we were talking about belief system. We were talking about how belief system shapes us and how our society then takes us into other belief systems which build on one another. And we were talking about how these Christ letters are talking, saying that the consciousness is changing our belief system from what history has said it was supposed to be. And Dwight was using the example of Christ talking about the mustard seed and all of our potential. And I wanted to bring in the idea of potential and talk about that for a minute, Dwight. In the letters, which struck me so profoundly, is how we are so provided for. And we take that for granted, I believe in our busy society today. And I think it's a very important thing to come back to because he's saying everything that you need to succeed at that level, to coming up into Christed light, Christed consciousness at its highest level, as he did when he enlightened in the desert, is necessary. And yet it's all given to you. You have hair that... that Keeps you warm and protects your head. We have fingernails. We have the ability to have skin. We have organs that work in harmony. We have mother who nurtures us. We have father that potentially protects us. You know, we have all the things provided for. Can you speak to that for us?
2: Wow. Well, first, I I think... Humanity has really limited our potential. We think our potential is our job or our success based on certain criteria. But the potential that Christ talks about is the soul within us, which is pure spirit, pure love, pure Christ, whatever we want to call it. Its soul's purpose is to reunify with its source of being. So there is no intermediary, it is one. So that's the potential in us. The potential in us is to be whatever we want to be. So it's for us to set our goal. You know, everyone says, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Be you. You know, that's the simplest purpose. purpose. Um, Yeah, Yeah. the simplest purpose is to be yourself. Hmm. And so I'm free because I don't care if people laugh at me. I don't care if they don't like me because I love myself enough that I give people the freedom to not like me first time someone confronted me with i can't believe a minister would talk to me this way and left my church and everything um i was i was hurt for a while and then everything i do i always take back to jesus not the christ at this point back to back to
1: consciousness
2: with jesus yeah yeah Yeah. The, the jesus that i knew beyond the churches but not to the christ way and so in Talking to Jesus, I thought, you know, I want everyone to like me. And I looked at Jesus and I thought, you had a lot of people not liking you, you know. You're <laughs> Yeah. That. So and most thought, people. Why? Yeah, I'm, I'm in good, I'm in good um, communion with that, you know.
1: It's true, so, isn't it? I mean, you have to walk your talk. And when you are truthful to your soul, right. what else is there?
2: It's a win-win for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it feels so. it feels more in harmony, and this this idea of finding absolute protection. I think human mind likes to take protection and say nothing bad will happen to me. Well, it's kind of true when you get to the enlightenment stage that most things go easier, but that's not true. He, it's not you know look at kind of what happened to him, right? Look at most masters get murdered. Most masters die by some initiate somewhere. They don't, they don't live an easy ending and just leave their body and it's all wonderful. It's, it's usually some ego-driven individual that can't handle that and needs to get that out of the way, right? So.
2: And I thought that before Christ's way, before Christ's letters. I thought, because I really felt and was and am walking in the love that Jesus gave me. I really got love the way jesus presented it through the gospels and i felt good about that and then i started thinking about it and it's like oh my god look they crucified him <laughs> the most loving man i'm not sure i want to go there you know <laughs> right right but then i heard um from illusions one of my favorite bibles illusions by richard bach says um i have to i have to think on it because it's something about." Your only obligation in any lifetime is to be true to yourself. To be true to anyone else is following a false messiah. And so somewhere in there came the thought of, I came up with, would I give up my freedom, my joy, my love, because I'm afraid of crucifixion? Right. I'm going to live life fully out? And... Yeah, if you crucify me, so what? I have really had a great life, and my fear of you has not made me withdraw from this. You know, know,
1: know that's that's a great point, because I said to the people that were here and that come from meditations and all and, and consciousness, here, it takes courage to do this. Lots of it. It takes courage to stand in your truth. It takes courage to walk your walk. It takes courage to own the truth against society, much like the Hopi Indians stood up, took courage, and said, you know what, guys, we're done with war, and we're going to go down over here, and we're going to live in these cliffs, and we're going to hoof it back and forth in prayer and in absolute focus toward gratitude while we look for our water, which was readily available up there, but Mm. we're not going to do the war anymore. (laughs) That takes courage. Yeah. Sometimes it's a struggle, but the reward, I think, at the other end of that is what he's speaking of. Freedom. You find that in your freedom. You said Absolutely.
2: it perfectly. Yeah. Freedom. And a, um, I, followed, I, I have a friend who's a, who's a leader, and, and she's just a great leader, and every group she gets together, she calls a tribe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we signed up for something called uh, Natural Mysticism, which was a one-year program where every season we got together for for the teaching of that particular season. It's the teacher, the visionary, the healer, and the warrior. And in order to sign up for this, in the contract, she said, and you have to be crucifiably honest. And I said, that's the term I can, I can live with that, crucifiably honest. So I have no lies. I have no, um, I'm an open book. Uh, there's nothing I withhold or hide from anyone I can be asked anything and will always give an honest answer so that's a beautiful way to walk through life and again thinking of Jesus you know Christ is way beyond but thinking of Jesus the way that I see Jesus and intimate relationship with Jesus um, Christ is just showing me how true I can believe in that man
1: his example was pure very pure and these letters not only bring that home, they they give you the tools to understand how to walk that walk too. And how to, it's not just follow this and believe this, it's the why and the how of it coming to pass and what he was aiming at, what he discovered. I think that's the word, the discovery mm-hmm. of consciousness. Yes, yeah. like he went out. Like the truth? And, and one of the things that, also really struck me was his profound story about how the fig tree died when he had doubt after he enlightened now this is really telling because people say oh well you find someone that's enlightened and then they're there and i always say to people you know once masters have enlightened they still sit in meditation for like three or four hours a day why if they're already there do they need to do that but they do right so yes. it never ends. And what about that doubt? Can you speak to that? What, what was that in the, in the letters? Tell us about that.
2: Um, in the fig tree itself?
1: Yes. Or, yes.
2: Well, after the fact wasn't doubt, but he came up. Here's the thing, because I have to have the setting. He's on his way to Jerusalem. He knows that in Jerusalem, that's the hierarchy of the Jewish people. That's the scribes and the Pharisees and all the uppity-ups, all the people who make the laws and interpret the laws and everything. And he's coming to the city now, who he knows is diametrically opposed to the God that he's presenting. So he, his consciousness is already starting to lower because he's got this anticipation before him. So he comes up on the fig tree and he wants a fig. And it's out of season that he says afterwards. But he's upset because I want a fig. I want that fig now. You're not giving me a fig. And then he dammed the tree and it died right down to the roots. But he recognizes this. this is showing where my consciousness was. So, yes, our consciousness is very powerful. We can use our consciousness to go into Christ's way or we can use it to keep the devolution that we've been occupying at this time.
1: See, that, that there sums it up. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's perfect. That's exactly what we're talking about. And I think, hopefully, as we strive toward a golden age that's somewhere already in existence out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> if we get there, that's where, that's where we're headed. So despite all the strife, holding our belief systems of consciousness intact, not doubt, And we'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and stay tuned. We've got more on the Christ Letters right here.
3: Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning, based on the energetic healing property of natural semi precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers. For years, With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com com To help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
0: Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health & Wellness channel. The preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams.
1: We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. You can find us on Facebook, at Making Life Brighter, and you can also go to makinglifebrighter.com. And if you want to subscribe to these shows or hear any of the archives, you can go to the voiceamerica.com and look up Making Life Brighter on the health and wellness channel. You can subscribe on iTunes worldwide. And I just want to say thank you to all the fans out there that listen all over the world and all the countries, over 40 countries around the world. And you share with us and I'm dedicated to bringing you truth, consciousness, and upliftment through all these guests. And today we have special guest Dwight Smith, and he has dedicated his life to the Christ letters. Now, where can people go to find these letters?
2: Oh, great. I happen to know the website by, by mind, I mean memorize. so I, I don't memorize things very well. So if you're writing it down, or you can re, replay this if you miss it, it's WWW Christ's plural, way, one word, dot as in country, dot ZA. And that's it. And you go there and you can get the letters. Um, Christ also transcribed 16 articles while the letters were coming forth. There's one that he transcribed right after 9 11 which is a different way of dealing. He calls it an urgent message. I encourage everyone to read there. Um, so that's wow. it. That's, that's the main source. You can also Google Christ Letters or Christ Way. They also have a Facebook page of Christ Letters or Christ Way. I'm not sure. Um, I'd go there automatically so I don't memorize those things. But, but there where, are ways of following.
1: Where can people find you and hear you speak each week on this?
2: me i would say the easiest way to get me would be to go to my um aol email address because everything is right there in my signature block and i don't have that memorized i i have a weekly telecast it's tuesday evenings at 7:30 p.m eastern standard time it's an hour and a half and um We Right now, we're doing the articles, and we do record it so that people can listen to them. We have dialogue during the time, so people call in. So my email address is chapelinthesky at AOL.com. I love that. It's all without walls, no floors, no ceilings. It's all electronic. I began with a free teleconference, and thanks to a dear friend whom I met, to a website that she had um, that is no longer available. Uh, she she asked me to do zoom.us. Because she said, You're doing this weekly teleconference. Have you ever considered video? And I said, No way. I'm old school. I'm I'll be 77 this month. And I'm I'm just not ready to learn new things. She said, Oh, Zoom.us is so easy, and it is. So so chapelinthesky at AOL.com. Send me an email and um, go correspond. And I would love that. I would really love that.
1: That's so amazing. You are truly dedicated to the dissemination of consciousness out there in the world. And, boy, do we need as much uplift as we can stand right now. And, you know, we've got this fantastic vibratory frequency coming in from the sun. and Begging us, really, to meet what he's talking about in these letters, to go higher, expand, move that DNA out there, and, and change your nervous system so you can receive more and more light. And here you are, adding to that at just the right timing. This is perfect.
2: I it. as to... our consciousness expands, our life is easier. Yeah. No, free, no fear in it. Everything is automatic. It's in harmony. It's in harmony.
1: And there's a formula in that, don't you think? Like gratitude and and going back to the fig tree. He wasn't grateful at that moment. He demanded of it. Mm -hmm. And he knew better. But he didn't do better. And then it died.
2: (laughs) It shows the power of thought.
1: (laughs) And showing you maybe there's a much greater power at play. (laughs) If you use it incorrectly...
2: It doesn't serve you. Incorrect results.
1: So it's almost an instant feedback system, right? We don't need biofeedback. We are biofeedback.
2: Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Well said.
1: Well, I want to share this prayer that he talks about in terms of before meditation. And he talks about prayer, meditation, and contemplating these letters as a means of understanding them. So I just want to quickly read this prayer, and then I'd like you to interpret it for us and how you feel about it and what you've gained from it, what you've seen take place, any stories you have to share with us. It is, since he talks about this electromagnetism, he talks about the male and the female, father and mother life coming together. Father, mother life, you are my life. My constant support, my health, my protection, and perfect fulfillment of every need for my highest inspiration I ask you to reveal the truth true reality of yourself to me I know it is your will that I shall be fully illumined that I may better receive awareness of your presence around me I believe and know that this is possible and I know that you protect and maintain me within perfect love I know that my Eventual purpose is to express you. As I speak to you, I know that you are perfectly receptive of me, for you are universal loving intelligence, which has so marvelously designed this world and brought it into visible form. I know that as I speak, I know that as I ask you to speak to me, I am sending out a consciousness searchlight into your divine consciousness. And as I listen, you will be penetrating my human consciousness and coming ever closer to my increasingly receptive mind and heart. I commit myself into your mind in your care.
2: That prayer says it all, doesn't it? Um, it's just beautiful. It's... and. For those who are into the letters, it's in letter eight, and he has a, um, a topic in, in the letter of meditation, and then he talks about the prayer. But to me, this is one of the... Everything in, in, everything in that prayer is just so fulfilling and rewarding of what we've been talking about. It's, it's already within us. We're just recognizing it. But to me, the greatest thing is that thing of... When I have a question or a desire, or something troubling me, I imagine this light going forth through the top of my head out into the universe. And just as we see moths and night creatures being attracted to the light, everything that I'm seeking to fill, whatever the answer to the question or the solution to the problem, is automatically drawn down from the Christ universal to the Christ individualized. And to me, that's, that's just mind-boggling and mind-opening. Anytime we have a problem or, or a feeling of lack, if we could just imagine that, send out a beam of light into the universe and know it's going to be fulfilled. Awesome.
1: That's powerful. You know, I like to think of spirit as having a cosmic sense of humor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... <laughs> Everything in our life has a little bit of sense of humor in it, if we'll see it that way. Yes. It doesn't always have to be comfortable, but you have to learn to laugh.
2: I laugh so, at me a lot.
1: <laughs> and, you know, these letters, they, they seem very deep, and yet they're all full of light. And when you delve into them, it makes you feel lighter, yeah. happier, because it's speaking truth. And I can't say enough about how grateful I am that you've taken this time with us today. I'd like to speak to you many more times. I hope you'll come and visit us again and we'll continue our conversations in consciousness.
2: I look forward to it.
1: I'd like to explore these letters more in depth with you as we go forward because I think it's so valuable that people know these tenets and what each letter really is about. Yes. This is just scratching the surface. So thank you. And I have one question I ask everyone at these interviews. What makes your life brighter?
2: Being a better me every now moment.
1: That's fantastic. Thank you Dwight Smith. The Christ Letters. Thank, Thank you, you
2: so much. Thank you. Jennifer.
1: We'll be back next week. You're listening to making life brighter radio. Go jolly. Thank
0: you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at MakingLifeBrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly!